Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. This is John here. And Kevin. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we take a long, hard look at some of our favorite action movies from the era of Arnold. <laughs> Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of our favorite 80s and 90s cult action flicks and breaking them all the way down for you. Excited. I'm super duper excited. Super duper doubly duper excited about this latest episode, this newest episode of Total Recall, episode four, penultimate. The penultimate. Um, where the do we leave off? Well, I'm glad that you asked because Edgemar showed up at the Hilton product placement, <laughs> um, shows up at the Hilton and basically spells out the plot of the rest of the movie. <laughs> right. He's under the, under the guise of, Hey Quaid, I'm here to bring you back I'm to reality you guy with, with the help of your wife. We're here. We're here in reality. We're speaking to you from across the void and trying to bring you back into reality. Mm-hmm. All we need you to do is take this pill. And if you don't, then all of your worst nightmares are going to come true. And Quaid was almost ready to buy it, but then at the last second he decided, you know what, this dude Edgemar's full of crap, and he shot him in the head. Like, well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, as you do. That's right. <laughs> he, yeah, he notices him sweating and thinks, well, if this dude's nervous, then this has all been a big show. So basically he's just blown Edgemar away, and then bad guys burst right in through the wall. They are, because that is what happens. Mm-hmm. They beat up Quaid. Lori gets him some shots. She does. She hits him in the nuts a she few more times. She always kicks him in the dick. <laughs> She's like always dick kicking him. And they knock him out. And that yep. is that. Lori immediately uh, Skypes Richter. They throw some cuffs on Quaid. And yeah. It, it lets him know that they have Quaid. And then we get a very like like kiss and wink face from Sharon Stone. Oh, it was. Yeah, she looks so good. She Wowza. Yeah, um, she's a beauty. Anyway, we also see some more product placement. There's a Miller Light sign, a big <laughs> yeah. sign behind Richter. Nice, Richter nice. And Scanner Goon as they're running by. <laughs> um, and then we see we see the baddies dragging Quaid down the hall. Yep. Elevator door opens. I think and Molina yeah. is uh, there. I love it that they push the button and they're just kind of waiting there. And then it's a cutscene to Richter and Scanner guy running up to the the lobby, presumably in the in the, the lobby, waiting the for the elevator, elevator to come lobby. down. I guess. Yeah. And then and then they look back up, and when the elevator opens, it's Molina who just starts on. Un- Loading and thank God, I guess she didn't hit Quaid and kill him because yeah. she's just like. Grrr. Well, she's a skilled warrior. Like she's a yeah, badass fighter. That's right. She's athletic. <laughs> she's athletic. She's demure and sleazy. And sleazy, yeah, of course. And then girl fight. Oh, and it's like, but it's a really good fight. No, it's, it's like not just like fight. slapping no, and no, hair it's pulling. Like, it's, it's like martial arts and yeah. kicking ass. I think these two actresses had like done some training for this because they are whipping ass. Yeah, it's, well, it's a killer. Actually, Sharon Stone was doing like karate kicks and stuff. Yeah, like she, she had trained up. a lot, I think, for this. So yeah. that's awesome. Um, 
Lori gets the upper hand. That's yeah. Sharon Stone. That's right. She whips a knife out of like her garter, which is hot. Very, yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> hot. Pulls this very. It's like a little martial art, like a yeah. It's a little you, tiny knife. Oh, yeah. it's badass. And uh, and then Quaid shoots it out of her hand at the last possible yeah. second. And she flashes those Sharon Stone eyes. It's like rage and anger and then like the flip of a switch back to like she i become, love you honey i'm stepford wife it's like crazy yeah she can act which it is this was a perfect role for her yeah. as well and i do i do love this this dialogue is brilliant she's like be reasonable honey after all we're married he he pops her in the head gives the classic uh one of the classic arnold one-liners this movie was chalked full of them yes just arnold had usually in every movie he's got like one in this yeah. one he had like six so he hits her with that consider that a divorce <laughs> apparently true. they said in an earlier version of the script he said consider this a divorce and then killed her and they thought you know what that's a little like too cold-blooded and yeah. calculating like better to say it after yeah i think so it's weird to even think that is there a big difference like either way you're killing her but yeah they consider this a divorce makes it like you're premeditated i think the punctuation after she says be reasonable after all we're buried is just bang <laughs> just is awesome yeah he didn't waste any time he's fully he's all in on the quaid fantasy yeah he's got yeah. to save the he day. believes that melina and all that is like she's fully real. Yeah, she's helping him. There's no chance that Lori is really his wife. And she's like, that was your wife? What a bitch. <laughs> I know, she's catty. And I love we, it. And then we we sort of assume or we see that the elevator gets stuck. Richter and Scanner Goon sort of know that something's wrong and start heading up there. Clearly, this is taking too long. Yeah. Um, Quaid and Molina uh, start looting the dead guards. And there's some keys for these cuffs. They find mm-hmm. some. And she tells him that Quato wants to see him. Yep. Uh, and then they... They bolt and no sooner are they gone than the elevator opens and Richter Rick then Richter arrives and what does he see? Uh, his dead old his lady, dead I guess. This right. is his wife. Dead. And when we actually see some range here from Ironside. Yeah. He is distraught. He is not. He goes from distraught to just full of rage. I got to say, even in death, like Sharon Stone looked great. Ironside, my man. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's just, I don't know. He's just some big, like, not typical looking guy that's just I don't know there's yeah. something about it he's, he's a really moxie. super intense he's got moxie kept. they um so in theory they also wanted Kurt Wood Smith to play this part uh, I just, and that would have just been too much of the same dynamic with Ronnie Cox and Kurt Wood Smith being like big bad guy and his number one henchman I think that there's something awesome about Ironside being a little more physically imposing imposing yeah i think that that works better for this character you know what you guys you're right you could see him maybe trading blows with arnold versus like a little guy like kurtwood no way shit kicked out of him kurtwood i think could have done it as far as just acting ability yeah he could play menacing but you put him next to arnold and maybe maybe it doesn't seem like yeah yeah later later confrontations wouldn't make sense at all so then we get quaid and melina sprinting yeah they're escaping down like some scaffolding like right up against the dome yeah there's an acrobatics which is smart yeah also because it's like in theory we're protected if we're against the dome because they're not going to shoot at us here that gamble pays off as scanner goon runs in he, he won't shoot. yeah he has yeah. the good sense not to shoot richter shows up and does take one shot but he's but like, Fuck the it. goon the goon stops him and he's, he's like, like dude you're gonna crack the dome and kill us all right and, and then we we get a, a brilliant little moment where uh quaid and molina are running down some stairs and he pushes some guy move he does just push an innocent <laughs> dude over the railing the guy holds on but still 
all. I love that move. Yeah, Quaid's pretty ruthless. He's they, definitely he's a me first kind of guy. And and they miraculously find Benny, who's yeah, just yeah. loitering around. Yeah, he just is very conveniently there. Yeah. Um, he's like, take us back to the last resort. And then and then um, there's a merry chase again. There is a, a little car chase through the tunnels of Mars. They're crashing through buildings now. It's very Blues Brothers at this point. <laughs> They're like crashing through a mall. Lovely and orange Julius. Guns <laughs> just all over the place. Um, but they they do make it successfully back to the last. Resort. And they sort of get a, ahead of Richter. Yeah, I think and the rest because did he crash Richter, in the tunnel or yeah, something? Richter crashed in that mall. They had to like get out of the car because it was okay. like, turned the wrong way. They had to get out and like proceed on foot. Okay, so. By the time they get there, Tony's had time to hide Quaid. And yeah, they pop a panel open in the wall and then and, and shuttle them through it real quick and then right. close the panel, set up a table in front of it. It's like Indiana Jones escape. Right, exactly. Yeah. And so Richter walks in to the last resort. And in this moment, the music's super tense, but people in the club are dancing like club music is happening. No, I thought it was dead silence. But people are dancing. I feel like there's like one high pitched note just going wee. Maybe or at any like that. point, these guys in the club are dancing to a song that we're not hearing. Right, and and that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. And the the the, the, the three breasted uh, sex worker sort of comes yeah. up and is like propositions Richter, and then he's like, "Where'd they go?" She's like, "How should I know?" How I don't even know what you're talking about. Basically, she turns her back on him and he shoots her in the back. Just which is cold blood. I mean, I know that he just lost Lori. Everybody's upset, yeah. but everybody yeah. hurts. Every, everybody cries. <laughs> but then I feel like Richter straight up screams the line, "Kill them all!" Yeah, and like it's just a firefight in there. Yeah, it's um, it's a, a massacre. A yeah. Death. Uh, he goes to what he's going to Richter's going to kill Thumbelina and right. and then Tony kicks the gun out of his hand. That's right. Tony gets shot. And then Tony gets shot. Um, Super memorable. Uh, well, Thumbelina, first she kills Richter's yeah, stooge. So, so, yeah, a couple of guys grab Scanner guy. Scanner, and, and Scanner, Scanner goon. Dabs him. Like with a giant like Bowie knife. Him. Yeah. We're, I don't even care where she got it. Who cares? It's awesome. Um, and then she just jumps up on the bar and with starts it, like going with crazy. With it. It's somebody's fantasy. <laughs> it's somebody. That's somebody's fetish. A little yeah. person with a machine gun and like skimpy clothes. I mean, she's she's attractive. I mean, she's no, she on. yeah, she's I, I can't ass. knock her, and she was she working it. Bad ass. Um, and then suddenly Richter gets a call from Ronnie Cox, Co Cohagen. It's like just pull out. Yeah, yeah. Get, get your guys out of there. Mm -hmm. um, we yeah, and when told that the rebels have Quaid, he says weirdly perfect. Okay, and tells Richter to bail. Nice. So they they pull out of Venusville. And then they seal off Venusville and shut off the air. Which I guess is also called Sector G, I think they call it. I'm okay. trying to remember exactly. But yeah, they cut off the oxygen, and it's not looking good for the Martians, for the native Martians. Yeah, this is, like, going to be bad. We yep. know they can't live without oxygen. We see some, like, you know, tender goodbye-type moments from the mutants to other mm -hmm. mutants. And people are, you know, sort of taking their last gasps. Yeah, Cohagen is ruthless. Yeah, this is this is straight up genocide at this point. Yeah. And so meanwhile, Quaid, Molina and Benny are in tunnels. They had escaped out of outside the boundaries, I guess, we're, of Venusville. The depths of Mars. I think uh, 
they that's when it gets kind of like Quaid and Melina are like almost exchanging I love yous yeah. and they start making out like amongst these sort of rotting corpses of yeah. like so the earliest workers of Mars have all been entombed in a catacombs down yeah. there yeah and you know Benny of course is saying lines that no one cares about and, <laughs> and Quaid and Melina yeah, he's like I think my grandpa's down and here it's like what and, the yeah. fuck all right, dude. and then all of a sudden like the cav- cavalry shows up led by none other than inept asshole Lieutenant cop from RoboCop. I know. I like that Verhoeven's got his, like his stable of actors. Oh, I like, he's just like, I didn't want to think about it. He's like, can we just use everybody from RoboCop? Yeah. Just bring them all back. What's this is easier Weller than recasting. It's Peter Weller. He should have, he should have been, um, George slash Quato. He would have been a good George. Yeah. Yeah. At any rate, um, That's he was, I guess he might've been busy making like RoboCop sequels. Maybe. I think he was at least in the first sequel. Anywho. Um, but yeah, so they, George, they take, oh, well, they first, they don't want to take Benny with them. Right. And then Benny like sort of pulls off a false hand and reveals that he's also a mutant. He's got a creepy alien arm up under there. Yeah. It's and it, wild. It, yeah. It looks. It's wow. pretty good effects. Yeah. It's, it's a really sweet effect, but creepy arm so they they're like all right cool you can come with yeah george and george breaks the news that the oxygen's been shut off to venusville venusville in sector v and that he hopes that the intel that quaid has is worth it i know he's like you know you got to meet quato this information that he thinks is in your head better be worth it um yeah and we get a little exposition that that quaid must know something about the tech that was found in the pyramid mm-hmm. um, and that's what's got cohagan so scared and um quato's gonna quote dig it out which <laughs> how do we know is he gonna put him in a machine what's he gonna do and that's when it's a little weird because quaid's like you're quato aren't you yeah. and he's like no i'm not quato's a mutant stupid he's like quato's a mutant and then he goes and he opens his shirt and he makes sex noises. He makes his O face. <laughs> he, he jizzes he and jizz. gives birth to chest baby. He turns around and like Quato is sort of emerged from his chest. Which so right, so, so is he a symbiote? Like what's the deal? I here? don't know how George isn't a mutant. Right. He might not. Quato's got a brain of his own, but they are one being. I think. Yeah. There. It's not like he's. You know that. He's not a teratoma <laughs> living inside of George. Yeah, I have no idea, man. Like, and so, so Quato starts to give. Quato's got a very sort of soft, tender voice. It's a very sort of soothing, soothing philosopher voice. You are what you do, Quaid. I like. He's like a man is defined by his actions, not his memories. So he's I mean, got like, like philosophy like, for what him. What are we talking about here? Are you going to tell me about like? Cohagen, or are we gonna do philosophy? What does he say? Like relax, not relax your mind. Open your mind. Open over and over again. Open it's like a meditation thing, though, like a mantra, like Open an ohm. Open your mind, and they do just close up of the truly hideous baby face of Quato. The puppetry on Quato was pretty dope, Open though. Open your mind. That little wet baby face. It's so <laughs> gross. He looks terrible. So, um, but he's like mind melds, I guess, with Quaid. Yeah. And, and we suddenly start to see a clearer picture of what the information is. We see yeah. an alien structure that just looks like this series of giant, I don't know, it's, rods or something like yeah. downward. In, some alien machine and in the mine directly inside below. the mine there's we got cohagen richter and some scientist type yeah, dude some, regu- some miscellaneous scientist guys and they're speculating on what is the machine what does it do yeah richter's like turn this son of a bitch on and and they're like maybe we should blow it up yeah i think they're like saying whatever it is like if the, the machine's made of turbinium right 
but if we if we activate the reactor or whatever like it might spread to all the turbinium in the planet and that's like cohagen's meal ticket yeah and that there would be a planetary meltdown so they they don't know if they should turn it on or blow it up but they're afraid if they turn it on there'll be a meltdown and, yeah. and and then we also hear that it's about half a million years old. Now we don't see Quaid slash Hauser in this flashback, but do we assume that he was there for that conversation? He he had to have been. He just maybe doesn't see himself yeah, in maybe, the memory. Maybe we see him like we or we're supposed to think that maybe he was following around. You know what? He was hiding behind some columns. Think about this: if he was there, walking and talking with them, or even just walking and listening. You don't have the memory of seeing yourself there, right? That's what I'm saying is it's all like first person is what he's seeing, but it's he's sort of this disembodied view. Yeah. So he's I think he's looking on to a thing where this is what I saw, but I didn't see myself, obviously, because yeah, as days. I sit here talking to you, I don't see myself. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, it makes sense. I'll buy it. And then we all of a sudden sort of pan to the middle of whatever the structure is. And there's this central room where there's this thing that's got an like an alien hand shaped indentation on a platform. Yeah. Some kind. And then and we sort of pull out, I think, all the way out of the whole right. dream and sequence. Because bad guys bust into the underground layer. Yeah, they like somehow tracked them down. They got the those drill machines from Labyrinth <laughs> tunneling through the walls. There's another big shootout happening. Right. Like uh, you know, the the gun toting rebels are doing a pretty good job. It allows Quaid Molina George slash Quato and Benny to escape. And George is running around with just like one hand covering up his covering like up his shirt, holding his shirt closed. Presumably, just because we can't have the puppet, right. like it's too hard to do all this he makeup. Want anyone to see his teratoma? Oh, um, <laughs> now are the goons that bust in? Are they wearing armor or not? Like they have these big chest like vests on, but then one gets shot in the chest, and the vest just basically explodes. Yeah, I mean, maybe they gave him defective vests. Like that's totally Cohagen style yeah he's like these are cheaper i need more guys (laughs) i need more money but i'm not gonna hire more guys Uh, is the thing so yeah um so they're running around they round a corner uh george is telling them to put some spacesuits on because they're gonna i guess they're gonna go out on the surface of mars i guess but they never get that far because benny pulls a gun son of a bitch so yeah he kills oh he shoots up george and quato and then, you know, of course, Quaid and Molina are pissed. He's like, what are you doing this for? You know, you're one of us. And he's like, oh, man, I got four kids to feed. <laughs> I thought you said you had. Five. Yeah. What happened to number five? And he's like, oh, man, you got me. He's like, I'm not even married. Oh, I love son of a bitch. I love that in this world, there's still like the. God forbid I would have children outside of wedlock. <laughs> like, oh, man, I'm not married. How could I possibly have kids? I could never. I do. I like that just because it's so this is a very immoral world that they're operating in. That's right. You know, but then he tells Quaid, thanks. You let us right to him. Yeah. He's like, thanks, Quaid. You let him right. You let us right to him, buddy. And And yeah. And then with his dying breath, Kuato tells Quaid, Quaid, start the machine. (laughs) Yeah. Free Mars. Richter comes in and like close up shoots Quato in the head and it's gruesome execution style yeah it's pretty gross and so Verhoeven he never shies away from showing it now you know he wants you to to see it it's devastating so Quato 
the mysterious freedom fighter is dead, mm-hmm. as is George, his host. <laughs> yes, they take uh, Quaid, they take Molina. There's an audience before Cohagen. Absolutely. And so, <laughs> this is awesome. You got they've got George slash Quato laid out on, on a slab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he opens, he yanks so the sheet off. This sees, is the great man. Sees Quato's like shot through the head face he's like oh no wonder he kept out of sight uh, just it's like dude a sick burn over a dead low, body low blows <laughs> about some dude's physical deformity. so i would say this is ronnie cox's best scene to me when he's like talking to quaid oh 100 he's like you did it quaid you did it basically right you've completed the mission buddy yeah thanks and then melina immediately turns on him she thought and he's like bullshit he's like you know quit no like uh what hauser turned against you and that's why you brainwashed me brainwashed him or whatever yeah. and he's like nah dude he's like me and hauser we cooked this whole scheme up together dude he's like you know, we got to get a guy. It makes sense. Yeah. We got to brainwash a guy and make him think that he's helping the rebels because otherwise the psychics are going to realize that you're not really there to help. Right. So he says, we've been giving you all this help to get next to Quado. Like we helped you out on Earth. We, you know, we set you up with this. We gave you the case. We helped you get through Mars. We helped you meet up with Benny who got right. you to. Yeah. And that also supposes that they were not at all worried at any point about them finding Hauser's real memories because they wouldn't have been looking. For I guess him. they just needed him to lead them to Quado so they could right. kill Quado. Right. So it was worth the gamble, I guess. And, and then he sort of like secondhand rakes Richter over the coals again for fucking everything up. <laughs> He's like, this guy almost fucked it up. Not even addressing him. <laughs> well, because because Quaid is skeptical. He's like, no, nah, I don't believe it. It's just too perfect of a He's plan. Like, perfect. Ass face over here almost ruined the whole thing. <laughs> Poor Richter. He I like, got a really hurt expression on he's his just, face. He's over there. He goes, huh. <laughs> it's pretty fucking awesome. He calls it a mind fuck. Does Quaid? Yeah, he's like, no, no. Nah. It is. We're all uh, sitting. It here. is. We're I all think around scratching our heads. We're going, all wow. struggling to keep up with now all the twists and turns of the story. But here comes here comes a massive moment of clarification. Yes, Quaid is like, well, if you don't believe me, then maybe I got a video from someone you will believe. And there's Arnold again. Arnold in like Hauser mode, super charming, super charismatic. And he's like, hey, buddy, if you're listening to this, then it means Quato is dead. And like you've completed the mission. Good job, buddy. We got Quato. We got everything we wanted. You uh-huh. brought us right to him. Yep, yep. We got the information about what the thing does. Like we, we've got we've got what we want. We know what you found out and uh then he says thanks for all that and guess what i want my body back yeah poor arnold is like he looks or poor quaid yeah he looks very much like i can't believe that this is real like i really am a bad guy in one like full scene in this movie where he's been sure about anything that's happening because literally he's gotten jerked around every single scene (laughs) and then then as if to confirm all of that because if if quaid was not buying it quaid seems to still be in disbelief but then cohagen appears in the video yeah they got their arms sort of around each other and they're sort of chuckling about like we pulled it off or so whatever. Arnold's got the wind completely sucked out of him. And uh, and then transition, all of a sudden, we're in the tech room. Right. And Quaid are about to be strapped like, into their recall chairs. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna whatever, do what they do to them, which is maybe a fate worse than death. I think so, yeah. Yeah. You're about to be confined to a prison uh, in a life that's you know not what you thought it was ever. I got to say, I love Hauser. 
I love Hauser performance from Arnold. Unfortunately. Like, it's so natural. Like, he just, he's in just a charming yeah. dude. Yeah. Like, I love it. But, uh. I think that's Arnold's real life persona. Oh, probably. Like, if you meet him in person, he's probably just the most charming, affable guy. But, um, Kevin, we can't tell these guys anymore about what happens in the Shit, why chairs. not, John? Because this episode has just come to a, an exciting end. A cliffhanger, <laughs> another cliffhanger. Another effing cliffhanger. Okay, well, I don't, I don't know about you. I don't think Quaid's going to get out of this one. Uh, I, think you're, I, think you're, I think he probably dies. I don't know. We're going to have to check it out next time around. You guys stick with us. We got one more episode. We got one more in us. Make sure you check in next time. Absolutely. We'll be back. Bye.